Caleb Williams is ultimately going to end up at USC, and they are still the leader for all of the crystal ball picks at 24-7 Sports for Caleb Williams. Well, guess what? By the end of this week, he has to enroll at USC to be eligible for spring practice, so it is something to keep an eye on. Two big storylines that came from the Caleb Williams reporting, Caleb Williams' news cycle over the weekend that I want to get into here. The first, and I do think this is significant, there was a tweet put out by a man named Dean Blevins that says that Caleb Williams is down to two final schools. It is down to USC, and in a bit of surprise, LSU is also in the mix. Woo! I love it, right? <laughs> oh man, what's what is that? A podcast? Uh, y- yeah. I mean, everyone's got one now, Teddy. <laughs> so if you don't recognize the voice, it is uh, indeed a podcast. That's what's yeah, going on. LSU in the mix. I don't know if LSU's in the mix or not. I don't know if USC's in the mix or not, but... And you don't care either. That I was a little care. bit of a troll to everyone that is uh, really getting mad about even bringing up his name. I'm just kidding. We're not going to spend this segment uh, talking about uh, that family. No, we won't. But I do think it's funny that I remember there was a point we talked about the US USC thing, and this is like <laughs> the first week of January. And say, well, if he's going to go to USC, it has to be before January 28th and, and just be like, ah, oh, January 28th. I'm like, well, uh, yeah, well, he'll, he'll, he will have declared where he's going to go long before that day ever arrives. Uh, not so much. <laughs> hey, uh, before everyone gets mad at us, I really like your T-shirt. Um, Teddy has a crimson T-shirt on right now, white lettering. It says, we are, and then an OU logo, football. We are OU football. I'm guessing you just recently got that t-shirt since Bob said the players are OU football. Is that what happened? This, actually, this t-shirt is the t-shirt that was handed out to the players at Coach Venable's um, Dylan in the Indoor. Announcement, welcoming, whatever that thing was. Oh, so wait. Like all the players got one of those. All the players were wearing this in front of at the front why, of the. Why? Why did you get one? You're not a current player. Current and former. Hmm. Everyone got one. So dang, all you had to do was show up, and you got a free T-shirt. That's a heck of a deal. Well, there was a, there was like a quick little, um, meeting. Uh, I don't know what, what exactly you would call it over at the Switzer Center. Um, where there was food and beverages and Coach Venable stopped in and then we took a big picture and then walked over to the indoor. So they had these T-shirts there. And I, like everyone else, I don't spend a whole lot of time picking my T-shirt, so there was no big statement here. I believe that you've worn a Taco Bell T-shirt around me about 300 times. The process of picking t-shirt for me goes number one and this isn't the most important but what is clean and number two what fits my biceps well 
Yeah, let's see. Am I going to wear a medium or a medium today? Which one am uh, I going to wear? Am I going to wear a double X or single X, okay? There's no way that's a double X. No, There's it's no a chance. single X. Can't you see how tight it is around God. the biceps? Yeah, I'm, I hate you. I'm not even looking over yeah. there right now. Single X. Now, it is a, it's a good-looking T-shirt, and mm-hmm. um, if they release that T-shirt to the fans, they would sell like hotcakes. However, I'm going to guess that... No one is going to be able to buy a We Are OU football uh, t-shirt anytime soon. Well, I don't know if the university is selling them, but I guarantee you some bot account online is selling them. Yeah, so OU might as well sell them. Hey, they they need millions of dollars if Turnip Seed is going to start adding on to the campus. So there's a good way to bite into a chunk of that is uh, to sell that t-shirt. I was told that Turnip Seed's first plan is – to build a uh, a helicarrier, like a a floating fortress in the sky, so they can practice and meet on the way to road games. I love that. Hmm? Sounds like something that would be in a uh, Mario back in the day. <laughs> yes, Mario. <laughs> uh, that's exactly right. In all seriousness, no. I mean, we're like if you had to rank, if people ranked, like what hires you're most excited about, Brent would be one, Schmitty would be two, and maybe Lebby three. But the unsung hero in all of this could be your boy Turnipseed, seeing as he kind of took Bama to an, another level, mm-hmm. he took Clemson to another level. Like we talk about championship DNA with the staff, and there's no doubt it has it. Right. But old Thad's got some championship DNA as well when it comes to his job title. I think he – was he on the 91 National – Alabama National Championship team? They won it in 92. 92. I, that, I, don't, I don't know that. I think he may have been, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Um, he, he's been a part of several national championships, and I, I think uh, – I'm pretty confident – that Oklahoma's going to win a national championship under this regime. Ooh, whoa. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take, Dang. but I'm, dude. I'm just telling you the amount of the amount of resources that everyone is pouring into this thing. It's like I don't know as far as like dollar amounts what it looks like, but I know it's way higher. Um, experience, I just like there's a whole different process going on here, and it is very detail oriented, down to the last man, down to the last minute. There, it's all hands on deck. Frankly, I'd be shocked if they don't win a championship here. Dang, why? You're saying some unbelievable things I'm today, JS. Whoa, hey, and I don't want anyone out there. Actually, you probably should, and I know that you're going to anyway. Call me a homer mm-hmm. when I say crazy things during the season about how things are going to go. Teddy just said not only does he think they're going to win a national championship, he'd be shocked if this staff that's doesn't right. somehow win one. Whoa, yeah. that's the boldest claim on this show in five years. I'd be shocked or if they don't. Or since the Kansas game, one or the other. And what that means is if they don't, we blame it on – the fans or the media? Well, I- <laughs> you know, Brent Venables wasn't, you know, what he inherited was a, it was a crap disaster. It oh, was yeah. just too soft around. Even Brent couldn't turn around the softness that had seeped into the walls of this program yeah, we after do, Muleshoe left. We do already have our um, the person, our Patsy, who we can blame yeah. the whole thing on, right? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm. I'm just telling you. I every every single aspect, every single nook and cranny of the program is receiving a massive amount of attention and planning and funding and detail that just hasn't happened before. And I will admit this. I I believe that Lincoln Riley wanted a lot of the things that Venables is getting. Of course he did. And uh, Lincoln Riley saying, okay, well, I'm out of here and bouncing – I think was a a moment for you know decision makers to say, "Holy crap, in order to get the person that we want like these are th- we're gonna act we're gonna have to do these things. It's gonna be painful. The amount of money it's gonna cost, and all of that stuff is the bottom line it's it's going to be painful but in the end it always comes back and means sometimes means good things. you got to spend money to make money that's and right. that's kind of the mentality going on right now um you can say that you want to win a national championship or or market that how close you are and all this stuff but yeah it, it was time for them to pony up like the other schools are and be a little bit more serious financially about winning one and they are way more serious today than they were two months ago Right. That is that is very accurate to say. I uh, I would find it hilarious though, even though Twitter Sean got mad at me last hour, if uh, Lincoln said, "I'm not taking the LSU job," and then he takes the Saints job instead, <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Oh uh, uh, yeah, that I can imagine with Sean Payton stepping down, retiring, resigning, whatever that's labeled. Um, can you imagine if they like just threw the uh, the checkbook at Lincoln Riley. I, I don't. I honestly don't know how the fans w- would react down there. Would they be happy that he didn't take the LSU job and took the New Orleans job, or would they be angry about that? I don't know how. Knowing that would play how out. psychotic they are, they uh, they might try to kill him before he ever uh, gets in office. Uh, they'll either be mad because he does well with New Orleans that he didn't take the LSU job, or uh, I, I guess it's just you're instantly going to piss off half of the people no matter what. Yeah. So. Will, uh, I, I guess we can ask Bob if he's going to take the Saints job coming up next segment. Well, it would probably have to be me because much like last week, Teddy would chicken out God, on asking uh, yeah. Bob a tough question. I think I will. Um, I'll, how about this? I'll, I'll just kind of allude to it like I did last week. I'll ask him if he likes Cajun food and hey, see if he goes anywhere. What do you think about Jameis? What do you think about Taysom Hill? <laughs> Everyone thinks that um, – He's going to be the head coach of the Cowboys in 2023 now, Sean Payton. Yeah. This is probably what Jerry's saying today. (laughs) Thinking about it a lot in the shower. Can you work some magic to put, I've been thinking about a lot in the shower, and then I want me some glory holes? Can you you put those two sound clips together? I don't think we deserve that today. (laughs) I mean, y- d- yes, I can. The you know, I can. Yes, and but, the answer is you will. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Bobby Stoops coming up next segment. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it. Let's hit a quick opening timeout. Text line 651 3439 Air Comfort Solutions. Text line Head Football Coach Bob Stoops joins us next.
It is the rush on the ref, Tyler and Teddy, right here on the Homeless Sooner Fans. He is our favorite guest that we have. He is Coach Bob Stoops. Teddy, when's a have you been to a liquor store recently? By the way, uh, yeah, actually, I have because there's a uh, rock and roll tequila bottles that you can find at the liquor store, and it seems like all of them are autographed by Coach Stoops himself. I'm just wondering, Bob, how many uh, how many autographs you have to give out on those rock and roll tequila bottles on a weekly basis? Seems like you're pretty busy. Well. I wouldn't say weekly, but I've I've been in the thousands already, and I'm actually signing uh, tomorrow about uh, about 600 bottles. Tomorrow, I'm I'm asking my team: Are we selling any without my signature? <laughs> Surely we can. <laughs> but but uh, it's all fine. We got a great team of people, and it's. It's it's going really uh, well. It's going fantastic. And uh, anyway, appreciate all the Sooners out there grabbing a bottle. That's Hopefully, good. hey, tell the Cowboy fans it's good too. They could grab a couple. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Uh, man, what a weekend in NFL football. Some of the best playoff games I remember seeing. Everything came down uh, to the very end. We had several walk-off field goals. We had overtime games and I we hit it last week but it's still so cool to see so many OU players out there in all these big time games oh it was you're right it was fantastic what a weekend of football the games were fantastic I love watching all our Sooners I root for all of them love watching them Uh, such great guys uh, you know so I find myself torn every now and then who to root for. So uh, I just I just kind of watch them all and hope they all play well. And uh, but yeah, man, what great great games! And uh, uh, these quarterbacks are incredible. These kickers to finish these games doesn't matter what the weather is. On and on, it's really really been fun to watch. Did you like? Uh... Really proud. Really proud of all our our Sooners that have been playing too. So many representing us so well. Did you like Trent Williams looking like a fullback in the backfield, running around to the other side, pulling around? I mean, 10-plus years in the league, and he's moving around like a 23-year-old or something out there. Listen, I absolutely love that. When it happened, I'm like, look, they got my man as an H-back now. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I mean, he's that talented, though. I mean, truly – and I, I know I've said this before, but he, he could truly, I, I don't think there's any doubt, uh, played at OU as a D-lineman, and I don't doubt that he could play in the NFL as a D-lineman. What do you think, Teddy? Oh, I, I think he could play anywhere he wants, and it looks like he's going to play anywhere that he wants for the next 10 years. Uh, he's getting better and better. It's crazy. That looked like a bulldozer uh, coming across there. I'm just thinking, thank God no one ever thought of doing something like that whenever I was playing, taking a 320-pounder on, running full speed, going lateral like that. That's just a disaster. But, uh, I mean, no, that, I thought it was me. great. you got to stay out of the way of him. It doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> that guy, he is, he is uh, so strong, so big and powerful. Love watching it. And then, of course, with the 49ers, George Kittle's a uh, – very close family friend. His dad and I played together, and and his, you know, and and George's mother. We all went to school together, and uh, you know, George growing up here, it's awesome. Love love watching it. 
Yeah. I I was shocked that the 49ers went into Green Bay and won that playoff game without scoring an offensive touchdown. And, God, it just shows you, you it, it doesn't matter. It, it's all about the details. You get one pump blocked, they scoop it and score it, and the season's over for Green Bay. Yeah, well, those those kind of plays, as we all know, are incredibly damaging. But but also the defense they played. You got to oh, yeah. give it up to you know their D coordinator and their defensive team too to you know to limit Aaron Rodgers of all people who I think is just incredibly good, uh, exceptional. You know to hold him down like they did all of it. Just played a great game and. I love how tough and how hard they run the football. Uh, but defensively, man, they, they, they played an incredible game. This segment with Bob Stoops brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. Coach, Teddy and I have been talking a lot recently about what their recruiting philosophy for this current staff might be in the state of Oklahoma. Then you go down just the list of names that you got out of Oklahoma high schools, and it's incredible. I mean, you had, what, two Heisman Trophy winners um, from this state. You got your guys out of Texas, and you got your guys out of surrounding states. Did you have a certain recruiting philosophy when it came to kids inside the state of Oklahoma? Well, the the first philosophy was, as much as we could, I do not want to make a mistake and ever pass up a kid from the state of Oklahoma. If, and if you have any doubt, as a position coach, let me watch him. For instance, we didn't know where Dan Cody, Cody would play. So not one position coach wanted to commit to him. So I, they, they put him in front of me. It didn't take me five minutes of watching tape. I says, I don't care what you guys all think. I get nobody knows where you want to put him. He's going to play here. I said, I'm offering him a scholarship. You know, so our point was, I always emphasize, if we're going to ever make a mistake, make a mistake on a a young man from Oklahoma. Give him a chance. And and if you're ever in doubt, again, let me watch him. I did not want to miss on an Oklahoma kid, a young man. Did not. And, um, again, I gave Dan as an example. I said, all right. I get it. We don't know where he's going to play. He's going to play somewhere. I'm offering him. So that was how it was. I always wanted to give players in the state here the benefit of the doubt, go for them first. And I'll say this, too. I always told our coaches, you go way back to Jason White, my first recruiting class. I said, we don't have a big population in the state of Oklahoma. So maybe we're not going to offer 15 guys, 10 guys from the state. But the guys we do have, they can play anywhere in the country. And they could be the best. And you look at Teddy, Rocky, Sam, uh, Jason, on and on and on. I looked at it yesterday, Coach. You, between um, from 2000 to, to 2020, I guess – and really, you can shorten it down a little bit more than that. There's been 46 All-Americans, and that's named to any of the publications, 46. And 21 of those 46 are Oklahoma guys. I, I thought that was crazy. That was, that was impressive. No, I've always felt that, and I've always said it. I said, though we don't have a lot, you know, but the guys we do have, a lot of them can play anywhere in the country and be the very best. 
And and I've said that to a lot of people through the years. You know, when our other coaches ask me, what's it like to, you know, what's your recruiting like coming out of Oklahoma? And, you know, the hard part here is we are limited with population. But the guys we do get, they could be the best in the country. And uh, and that's that's the, the great part of it. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Coach Venables and those guys have, have already, you know, they've done so much. You, you know, they've it's a lot of it's been behind the scenes type of stuff. But man, since uh, since since the announcement has made, they've been hitting the ground running, super busy out there, and still trying to wrap up some recruiting stuff right now. And one of the cool things is, uh, gosh, we've well, seen wait, one minute, one minute. Yeah. I, I sure don't have to rem- remind you. You think Coach Venables is going to hustle? Oh my God! <laughs> uh, it's usually you would you would say I think his days probably start at you know four a.m. and and I think they end at midnight. Or if they do end, I'm not even well, sure. <laughs> let me tell you, you know this too. If he starts at four a.m. and four thirty a.m. wherever he's at, he's getting those miles in first. Oh, uh, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. There is no doubt about that. He's burning but up I'm the, sorry, the, the I, road. I cut you off. No, no, no. That, that you you are exactly right. That's you know that's just how he is. That's that work ethic. Um, but one of the cool things is uh, the it looks like they're expanding the staff and a lot of the the off the field roles. And he's he's bringing in some former guys and guys that that know what it means to be around here that have a a real deep interest in how the program does, uh, you know, in the future and bringing some of those guys in for off the field roles. And that looks like that's going to be a really cool addition that they're doing. Well, I, I believe so. I, I, that's, I think it was my point many times. I've already said it. I think Brent brings great and different experience from different than Oklahoma is 13 years here. And what the model they've been using at Clemson, you have to admit has been, exceptional and and incredibly successful so in a lot of ways i think he's going to bring more on different ways to advance our team to improve our players even off the field as well as on the field on and on and on and are you and our administration's committed to giving them the resources to do it and i think it's going to be beneficial I i don't think there's any question and um yeah, and it's always great to have guys that have a, you know, a passion for OU and a loyalty to OU and a history here. Uh, but you know, there's you know the these other new guys that maybe don't have a history here, they'll they'll have that passion already as well. So it's it's exciting. I think it's going to be really positive. The preseason college softball poll came out today, and OU is at number one unanimously. Everyone picked shocker. OU number oh, one to start the you're season. You're kidding! You're kidding me! How <laughs> yeah, that I know it's shocking. I know it's shocking. <laughs> the, the the defending champs are picked to to win it again. But when you got on campus, Patty was was already here, and I'm sure that you two have developed a great friendship with one another. What can you say about a coach that's been here as long as she has, and not only gotten to the top, Bob, but has been able to sustain that for several years and has now turned OU into the most dominant college softball program that's out there? you got to admit, she's an absolute superstar. Uh, you're right. She is a dear friend. Uh, think the world of her. And uh, um, she, she could be the head football coach also and win. <laughs> Believe me, that's how good she is. Um, let's, let's face it too. 
she's done it here in the middle of the country when maybe it isn't the, the perfect place for softball country or, again, when it comes to recruiting and, and how many, you know, the population and this, that, and the other, but it doesn't matter to Patty. Uh, she hasn't had the best stadium. She hasn't had the top facilities in the country, but she gets the best players. She develops her players. She has to be great to play for the way these young women play for her and the recruits she gets. So you got to listen, my hat's off to her. She's the absolute best. And uh, I can't wait to watch them again this year. Yeah, they're always exciting. It's a lot of fun. And uh, the the tension or the excitement really just builds. And by uh, early summer, it's just it's some of the, the most exciting stuff out there. Coach, uh, we know you're bri- uh, busy. We always appreciate your time with us, man. We, uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week. See ya. All right, guys, good to be with you. Have a good day. All right, Coach. Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. There we go. Gave him a Boomer Sooner back this yeah. time. Everyone's been complaining I, to us, right? <laughs> yeah, the the criticism out there. And I I will admit it's warranted. It's just sometimes uh, it feels like a weird thing to say, but there you go. That segment with Bob Stoops brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. How about that answer on uh, – their philosophy in state. It's that like, was hey, great. If you guys don't know what to do with him, like I'll look at him and I'll tell you where he's going to end up. And he's right on Dan Cody, wasn't he? And I'm sure Dan Cody could have excelled at other positions as well. But Bob tabbed that one right, coming off the edge like Dan Cody did. Yeah. Man, I like that. It's like uh, he's like it took me three seconds. You know, Coach Stoops has a great eye for talent. Let's see, he's six six. 250 plus pounds and is uh is a sub 4740 guy. Yeah, well, I don't care where he plays. We're offering the guy a scholarship. Right. Yeah. It's a pretty good way to go about recruiting. Like I don't <laughs> really is. know where he plays, but we'll figure it out. It's okay. <laughs> right. All right, quick time out more from the rush coming up. Hit us on the text line Air Comfort Solutions text line 651-3439. It is the rush, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. This is also uh, way number two hundred and seventy-three. How you can annoy Teddy Lehman just by playing this song? A lot of people yeah. like this song, but if you want to annoy Teddy, this is a surefire way to do it. Yeah, I had to listen to this stupid um, a track of this song back in the day in a friend's car. It's a great song. It's a shame that you hate it so much. It's terrible. It's a good song. You just you got worn on, worn down on it. Yeah. I haven't played it in about three months, maybe longer, just for you. But as soon as I heard that intro, I was just uh, yeah. I, I like um, you know sometimes I play a song and you're like you know bopping your head or you're playing the the air drums or the air guitar. That mm-hmm. one, yeah, you just kind of put your head down and look defeated. It is a a bit of a a defeated feeling I get, but. Uh, speaking of air drums and air guitar, you know what I've got coming up this Sunday? Uh, Metallica concert and Goldsby. Better. The venue's not better than Goldsby, but the concert is Tool 
Whoa. Be okay. Wow. Sunday night. Cool. Cannot wait. Ow. It's going to be awesome. Wow, that's really cool. What uh, tap out shirt are you going to wear to the concert on Sunday night? Um, I'm going to wear all black because I'm a rocker. Yeah. Mm. you. It's one of those things where you do have to think about your wardrobe. Not that you are necessarily um, making any statements, but you just want to try and fit in and not stick out like a sore thumb, right? Yeah, you know what's funny? Like when I think of a Slipknot concert or a Corn concert or even right. a Tool concert, yeah, you think of mosh pitting in the <laughs> front row. You think of all black. You know, you think of – we all know what we think of. We think of a rock concert. So I immediately thought of that, like, oh, God, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb at the Tool concert. You're probably even taking your wife. That's not mm-hmm. rock at all. But the people that are going to be at the Tool concert aren't the 22-year-old punk rock kids or anything nope. like that. It's going to be everyone your age that actually listened to them in the early 2000s, late That's 90s, right. whenever. That's right. going to be a bunch of old dudes there trying to rock. It is a much more mature audience than uh, – like. My like my attitude is totally changed going to a concert of this type. Uh, it's not like going to Corn in the in the late '90s, early 2000s. It's it's more of a, it's a little more mellow than that. But it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. My favorite band, uh, Sunday night, going to be awesome. What's more dorky, uh, Teddy geeking out about the Tool concert he's going to on Sunday uh, Sunday night, or me and my wife geeking out about when Matchbox 20 is uh, coming to OKC this summer? Yeah, those two <laughs> are... Let us know. Yeah, that's not even <laughs> in the same realm, but um, I think it's. I think your dork, dorkiness right now lies in your Yellowstone. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 real. Another eleven thirty. Another eleven thirty night last night trying to Woo. get. Hey, which by the way, I'm glad you mentioned that. We'll move on to the text line. I promise. Um, I like to use this platform for good most of the time. What the show platform? Yeah, that's right. Hmm, uh, I okay. would like to ask everyone how in the you know what do I watch season four of Yellowstone uh, without having to watch. 12 minutes of commercials every single episode. Huh. Paramount. I know, I'm trying, but it's like so annoying. I Can gotta... you not fast forward through them? No, not the commercials. No, it's like the worst. And now that you mentioned it, I feel like someone, I remember someone saying like the episodes are like two hours long now too. Uh, not season right? four, no. Okay. It feels two hours else. long with the ads that I got to watch now. If anyone has a way around that, please let me know. I would really appreciate that. So you're you're against Kevin Costner being able to make money for hundred <laughs> percent. Why do I care about that? He's making money off the ranch. He's fine. Okay. What's with the full media softball questions? Um. Hmm, well, I'm the one that asked that. I just okay. There's a, there's questions from time to time that I want to ask Bob because I think they're interesting. Much like the emphasis on the state of Oklahoma. If you follow our social media page, however, you will notice that after every time that we have Bob on the air, I'll put out like an audiogram of an audio clip that he said. So there are a lot of times where I ask questions to see if I can get a good audio clip to put it out on Twitter and we can get a lot of play off that. So that's what that... I, I, I guess I was interested in the relationship that he has with Patty. I, I thought it was an okay question. But yes, it was full media. I, I do admit that. Yeah, but... Coach Stoops is retired from OU. 
like what 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 do you want me to press him on? You know, it's like what what do people we... wanted to ask you about the Tyreek Hill punt return that happened on Sunday. Come on, chickens, ask him about it. <laughs> Someone kept texting uh, chicken emojis to us the entire segment. Yeah, I guess mm. I I don't know. I'm I'm happy to have Coach Stoops on, and I don't know. If you want someone to ask him a bunch of stupid questions, then I don't know. Maybe someone would do that. I don't know. I, I'm i not going to press the guy on stuff. And I don't even know that it's like he would he would probably he's he even made that joke on here once before didn't he he, he definitely made a fiesta bowl joke on there and if he's willing yeah. to make a fiesta bowl joke i think he's willing to joke uh, just I about anything i heard him speak somewhere and he made the joke about re-punting to uh to Tyreek Hill. Uh, I can't remember where it was, though, but it was good. This text says, Matchbox 20 sucks, in all caps. (laughs) (laughs) At least you're honest. (laughs) Are they really on tour right now? Uh, Yeah, they canceled their tour last year because of the novel coronavirus. So they're supposedly coming to... Like the zoo, I it's think. It's back on. Yeah. Teddy leaving Goldsby for an event. Wow. That's from Kendall. I know. Hey, Teddy's finally going to make an appearance in Tulsa. He didn't do it for Tulsa Day. So, Tulsa listeners, this is your opportunity to finally come say hi to Teddy. All you have to do is go to a Tool concert. Yeah. Um, let's. Are we going to play Where's Waldo uh, at the Tool concert? If I could sneak in in the dark Just somewhere. Yes, look for the guy in the medium black T-shirt that's going to be at the concert on Sunday night. That's right. all you got to do. Yeah, the last time I left Goldsby for an event was Metallica at the BOK that's Center right. in Tulsa. Teddy sure loves uh, Tulsa oh, concerts. Oh, that was great, too. You open with Thunderkiss 65 and then totally bomb on the next two songs, Tyler, SMH. What was the – so you played the – Play tequila for Bob like we always do. That yeah. people hey, come on. You guys don't like that song? You you do play that's Bob's song that you play every time. Um you did bomb on the next one though. That's true. Yeah. Just to troll you though. So and actually I didn't bomb, it was to troll Teddy. Can't we all get on board with that? If you're gonna bomb and you do it to troll me, that works perfectly. Coach Stoops has openly said in the past that he blew it on Wes Welker. Yeah, I sure. I though his philosophy is that you don't want to let a kid out of state if it's in question. That doesn't mean that you can keep every great player in state. Like, no one really knew. No one. Texas Tech didn't even know that Wes Welker was going to turn out to be what Wes Welker was. Right. Yeah, I... (sighs) So, I don't, like... It it, it happens sometimes. It it definitely happens. But I, I don't think that you can really be harsh on the job Bob did in the state of Oklahoma. I mean, just to, like, rattle off a few here, he mentioned Dan Cody, you got Sterling Shepard, two Heisman winners that were there, two Buckus winners from the state. Like, Bob Stoops did just fine in the state of Oklahoma. No right. no complaints there. No, um, there's there's no doubt. Um, pretty impressive list whenever you just sit mm-hmm. back and, and look at it. Um, but, you know, the Welker thing, it's sad – frankly, that I don't remember a whole lot about it because it was my recruiting class and I know it was it was a big deal that they didn't offer him a scholarship. Or did they and it was too late? Or how do you remember how that not, went down? Not, not exactly, no. Maybe someone will text in and and talk about that. Because I remember it being a big deal 
that how it went down and that he went to tech and either we didn't offer, or we offered too late or, or something like that. Because I remember I, it was a big deal the first time he played against us and like, would have been 2000 was it 2000 his freshman year yeah yeah because yeah, okay. he was in came, my recruiting class they uh they, they 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 were in norman that year yeah yeah and i don't know how much he played as a true freshman but i know uh obviously he went on to be a huge part of what they do but boy yeah. you, you guys had the blueprint back then for really shutting down that leash offense i mean they were throwing up big numbers with cliff and like bj simmons and some of those other guys after that but 2000, you held them to 13. 01, it feels like you punked them pretty good. 2002, that was a de facto Big 12 South game, Big 12 South title game. Do you remember that 02 game in Norman? You guys stomped them, dude, on a Saturday night. I, and then 03, you went out there and handled them easily, too. The only thing I remember about the 02 game, for whatever reason, is Jimmy Wilkerson knocking Kingsbury into the goalpost. That's <laughs> that's like the only thing I remember about that game. Yeah, you guys had to beat Tech on a Saturday. That was like when TBS used to show Saturday. Isn't, isn't that weird? That game was on TBS? Teddy, yeah, TBS when you were playing. It wasn't like the ABC 230 game, but there were a lot of Big 12 games on TBS back in the day. And that game was on TBS on a Saturday night. You had to win that one. Uh, if you didn't, Tech was going to go to the Big 12 championship game, wow. and you guys just like stomped a, a mud hole in them that night. It was bad. Yeah, it was real bad. Um, yeah, it got off to a good start there. Um, 16-0. Is that maybe that safety was? Was it a safety when he knocked him into the goalpost? I thought he got the ball away. Maybe it was intentional grounding. I don't know, but yeah, I'm led was... to believe that wasn't the only time that he got oh, knocked. Oh, two safe. We had two safeties on him. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, 25-0 at halftime. NYC Sooner, yo guys, I saw Tool live a couple years ago, and one of those times Maynard was painted blue from head to toe like Blue Man. Pretty amazing. Enjoy. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be the best whatever two and a half, three hours you could ever imagine. I'm excited about it. To whoever said Matchbox 20 sucks, I'm 47 and challenge him to a fight. He'll know what it's like to get his arse kicked by a 47-year-old Matchbox 20 fan. Yeah, let's go. I love it. I like that. Now, I will admit that I maybe it was Metallica being inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame or something, but Matchbox 20 covered one of their songs. For something, I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but they killed it. Their drummer's really good. It was, it was a pretty good. Okay, so you will openly admit that Matchbox Twenty is a good band. Let me just say it out loud. It's a talented band. <laughs> hey, coming from you, coming from you, I'll, There's, I'll take talented. I'll take talented. They're talented. It's just not my genre. Okay, that's it. What do you mean? It is your genre. It's nineties. It's like nineties alternative. You love that genre. Yeah, but it's not real. It's more. It's not like 90s alternative. It's more like. You want bands that had something to say, like Nirvana. We had something to say. No, not necessarily. You can say nothing as long as you say it in the right uh, manner. But Matchbox 20 is like almost like, what did they call it? Pop rock? It's kind of like the beginning of that, Boy, that pop hurts. rock genre. I, I, okay, I, I need a timeout <laughs> after that comment, please. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next.
Hour number one of The Rush brought to you by the Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers. Check out your local Buick GMC dealer for great purchase and lease deals on the full line of Buick and GMC trucks. Whether it be 0% interest rates or $0 down leases, the Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers have the best savings of the year going on right now. Uh, thank you out there for getting the show. Someone texted in a uh, Joe Dirt quote <laughs> on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. It was a long Joe Dirt quote, but thank you for getting the show and know what we're all about. Why are you throwing your hands up like you're confused about something? What's why, going on? Why would you waste an opportunity to come in with Matchbox 20 there? I mean, we just oh, talked about Oh, because God forbid the text line, Matchbox 20 sucks. <laughs> I'm going to listen to Traber if you play that crap. Which, by the way, um, I think I had it wrong. I think Blink-182 was the band that covered the Metallica song hmm. with the good drummer. Yeah, Travis Barker. Yeah, that's who you're thinking of. Yeah, I, I was gonna, I was, was gonna take it though. It's like, oh, he likes Matchbox 20s drummer. Okay, <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. Uh, All right, here's something that's interesting. I found uh, the ESPN article in the 2002 um, OU Texas Tech. Can game. I guess the score? Yeah. Is it gonna be super nerdy if I get it right? Sure. Was it sixty to fifteen? That's exactly God! right. God, oh man, it. he's um, he's unbelievable. Uh, there's oh, a couple gosh. of interesting quotes. Here's one from Bob Stoops. Everyone's talked for three weeks about how they've scored 50, 60 points, and we hold them to one touchdown. Really, a meaningless one at the end of the game. Just another spectacular performance. Fired up, by Bob. Him. Let's go, Which, baby. Uh, Kingsbury was fifteen of thirty-five. He was averaging three seventy-one a game. He was fifteen of thirty-five. For uh, 187 yards, and 67 was on a long touchdown at the end of the game. All right, quick timeout. Hour number two, The Rush, coming up next.